All right, cool. So uh, we're here today with. Let me start over real quick. I probably always butcher your last name. It's okay. Try to go to shot. Fairchelli. So close. Okay. If you were in anywhere but America, you'd be correct. Okay. 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 So what's <laughs> we the say Fairchelli? That's okay. just that's just what we we came on the boat. Okay. We we. Okay. So took the I, O off the okay. I and okay. got okay. over cool. here. <laughs> so we're here today on the Bauer Real Estate Podcast with Greg Ferricelli. Greg, where, where are you from originally? Where's the where's the name originate? <laughs> so I was born in Connecticut, but our family, our ancestors are from from Italy, and they came okay. to America in the nineteen twenties over in yeah. uh, in Naples, Italy. It's okay, cool. Yeah, cool. To came a lot, around a lot the of boat. Italian food and yeah, oh yeah, a lot, a lot of Italian. Can you food. cook? I can. My man, we should have done this at your house Dude. or your kitchen. Oh, I would have, I would have done it in April and oh, everything. Are you okay. kidding me? Well, well oh. part two. Part, part two. two. Okay. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, here with Greg uh, Ferricelli, uh, uh, the Ohio Real Estate Podcast, mega producer, probably sitting around like $14 million already at this point in the year. Uh, but Greg, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah. So um, you're from Connecticut. Right. How'd you get to Nashville? Well, I packed up all my stuff in a truck after I moved to Florida when I was okay. nine. So I moved to Florida. Okay, so Connecticut was 30. Till Okay, so Connecticut until you were thirty. Correct. Okay. No, Connecticut until I was nine. nine, and then Florida, Florida from nine to thirty. Correct. Got it. And then I moved here. Okay. What part of Florida? Fort Myers, Cape Coral, Lee County. Cool. Did you like it? It was alright. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what brought you to Nashville? So coming to Nashville, um, we had a really big crash in 2009, which everybody knows. But if you do look at the stats, Cape Coral was one of the top three hit. And you were selling real estate down there? I was not. I was actually an electrician from 20 to 30. Okay. So in that time, we were in the boom. So, you know, my boom was wiring houses. Sure. So we had crews, they had, you know, crews of people, mostly, you know, there'd be a crew of two or three and they'd do a house a week. And I was like, I'm not paying anybody. So I did two houses a week by myself. Mm. So I was cranking out, you know, single family homes. So, but I bought a house, you know, my, didn't re- I didn't use an agent because I didn't really know I needed one because I went directly to a builder. Okay. But, you know, literally within, you know, 8 to 12 months of my first year, you know, everybody got laid off. The bottom fell out, and I was paying 2000 a month, and I was out. Mm. So I stopped, purposely planned a, a short sale, because I knew, I was like, I'm not going to stick this out. So what I did was I just kept my money instead of paying my mortgage, and I used that money to pay out of my short sale. Okay. Because they they charged me like I forgot how much it was twenty grand or seventeen grand or whatever it was, and that would get you good with your loan. So I was like, okay. So I just did that. Um, banked a bunch of cash with because I was making a lot of money over there, and I packed up my stuff and drove to a buddy's house that already lived out here. Awesome. There you go. That's <laughs> how a lot of people end up in Nashville. They just show yeah, up I came up. House I and... came up for a week. I visited with him. He was a friend from Florida. And I was like, all right, this is cool. I think I'm going to do it. So literally within the, it was like four to six weeks, I, you know, I didn't have to sell my house. I did the short sale, but I sold all my stuff within that time. And I, you know, I had a, some contracts I had to finish out. In. Yeah. And you just did. <laughs> so I drove, just drove <laughs> I 17 hours. I love it. That's hilarious. Cool. We, I drove, got here 17 hours later and me and my buddy unpacked everything and moved me in the same day. 
Wow. So within 24 hours, I was fully moved, drove wow. and moved. It was nuts. That's intense. It was, it was nuts. Yeah. It was yeah. I crashed out for a really long yeah, time. I bet. I bet. On the floor. I bet. So were you doing music in Florida? Music in I was. We were doing, we were, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, music tattoo. Yeah, we, I've done that most of my life. Um, okay. The end result of that, the last three or four years, we were we played, you know, pretty, played rock in the rock scene and, you know, I got signed to an independent label and that went really okay. fast. This is in Florida or Nashville? This is in Florida. Okay. So, you know, that, it wasn't a great experience. It's not something I wanted to do forever. Sure. And I got here, I did some stuff, but this is when I realized that this is not what I wanted to do. But it's still fun, like as a hobby, like eh, kind of. Really. You kind of burn. You kind of get burns out okay. of it. I mean, like, I mean, literally, when you play the same song hundreds. Uh, okay. It does. It's play like free birds. No, we're not gonna do that here. <laughs> play wagon wheel. But you know, like it could be fun, and I sh I could probably make it fun, but it's, it's it became work. Yeah. And I didn't enjoy it anymore. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. Well, cool. So um, you moved here. Were you doing? Were you an electrician when you no. got here? Or no. Got your real estate license right away. No. What'd you do? Just <laughs> not nothing. much. Okay. Cool. Dude, I played in a few bands. I I had I came with enough money that I knew that I was like, you know, I'm gonna take six months to like figure it out. Not really care that much. My rent was like I was paying like four hundred bucks a month for everything. So I gave him like six months of rent right away when I moved. I'm like, didn't even care. So I was just exploring Nashville and like, you know, it was nothing like it was now. I just decompressed a little bit. Yeah. Figured out what you're doing. Yeah. Figured out, worked in some restaurants, did some management restaurants, you know, did some electrical side jobs. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It didn't really have a, too much of a goal. Sure. You know, I, I didn't really think of getting into real estate until later and I just kind of just like started, I just, you know, I worked really good restaurant jobs and I saved my money and I landed up paying off my truck, paying off my debt. So I'm like, man, I'm like, this is probably a good spot right now. I was like, yeah, you know. So I was like, all right. So what am I gonna do now? <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm not gonna work at restaurants forever. Yeah, is that led you into real estate? Well, then yeah, I was like, well, I'll just see what it. I'll just get my license, see what happens. I always kind of want to get into real estate, some type of investing. So I figured, well, if I get my license, at least I'll have access to everything and mm -hmm. learn something. Sure. And I was working at Darfons at the time. I'm helping. Darfons, dude. Yeah. yeah. Food's yeah. awesome like world-class underrated cheeseburgers dude their burgers the are Kobe so burger. good oh my god dude have you ever had their steaks i'm not dude i will go there almost every time before anybody and seriously oh yeah dude get the ribeye steak oscar forget it okay ribeye okay. forget okay. it okay. anyway okay and the reason why i'm saying all these nice things about them is because they I mean i came from when i was in school they never cared like they let me set my schedule I came in, I studied, I went to school. When I started real estate, they never put me on the schedule, so I could work when I wanted. I said, dude, they were. I mean, I'll tell you what, they really helped me like get over that get over transition yeah. from like full-time work to having a business. Because sure. for the first year, I was still you know, serving at night and doing real estate during the day. So, of course, at night... I mean, I, was, I can't tell you how many times I got yelled at for being on my phone, but what are you going to oh, do? You're yeah, hiding yeah, in the bathroom, yeah. like, you're yeah. writing an offer, I don't even know how to write an yeah. offer, I'm on the phone like this, I'm yeah. like, well, you want your steak? Yeah. How do you want to cook? So I'm like, hold on a second. Literally, like, I'd be like, hold on, put my phone down. It was nuts for, like, the first six months, but wow. But I ended up finally getting yeah. a couple deals where I was just like, all right, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, for sure. 
So okay, so first year you're slinging steak Oscars at Darflons and selling it's selling sell real estate. Yeah, and the day, on the weekends probably during the day. And I kind of started in the wholesale game at that time too, because that's what they did, and I didn't know any different. You know, I'm like I just thought real estate was real estate. Yeah, yeah. But then I realized I was like, this is a different form of real estate. And then when I talked to agents, nobody knew what the hell it was. I'm like, well, this could be something. Mm-hmm. You know, because less people I figured know about it were obviously close. I mean, it seemed to make yeah, sense. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. So it worked. Um, so you okay? So that first year, how did that go with you know selling state? It was tough because unknowingly the brokerage I was with, you know they they were they were beginning at the time and they were still learning. I, I didn't really know that, and I kind of didn't know I was on a team, but I was on a team. You don't know what you don't know when you're starting out in selling state, and I'm thankful for it because I learned tons. Yeah, but it was tough. You know, there's the transactions were always. Uphill battles mm. every time. Things that could have been avoided. Yeah. Oh, it was just like things I know. I'm like, why didn't you just knowing they did not know? It was tough. Mm. Yeah. So, so uh, six months I had nothing. I mean, I was on the phones every day because like they gave me leads and stuff. So I had people to call. They gave me their database to scrub. So it wasn't a big deal. They gave me expire. So like I was doing the work. Yeah. 6 months of nothing and then boom, three transactions. Mm. I was like, "Thank God," you know. Okay. So once I got through those All three from nurturing It's yeah, the it's, they eventually calling. find the right deal. Yeah. Whatever was happening, it was one was like a buyer, you know, whatever yeah. it was, you know. And eventually the first year I finally I think I did like around 13 or 14 the first year. Really, 13, 14, second half of the year. It was because, really, it was all the second. Heavy. It was all the yeah. second half of the year. Yeah. So I was finally like, okay. And then I was like, okay. Now I know that there was a lot of things going on in the brokerage that I didn't like between like the broker and some other people. And I was like, you know, I probably should just. I was like, I, I'm the kind of person when I get a hunch on something, I act right away. So yeah. I immediately was out. Yeah. I had contracts pending. I made sure that I had all my ducks in a row. I knew where I was going, and I went to Village right away. Okay. Like within. Yeah. Right within away. a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Within a week, I probably talked to all the brokers I wanted to, and decided yeah. to go to Village at that time. Yeah. And that was being in twenty fifteen or sixteen. Okay. Somewhere in there. Gotcha. Something like that. Okay, so 16, 7, 14, 15, whatever number you said. 14 to 16, 17. Something like that, yeah. Transactions sure. that first year. And then how did, because like, you just got your license four years ago, you said, right? So how in the next, so, how those next few years kind of? So going into Village, you know, I learned a ton, you know. It was a lot of different ways, you know. Meeting Bobby Noreen and the amazing mm-hmm. support I had there for the first couple of years, which I needed. Because, mm-hmm. man, I got Get, you do a lot of deals. You get a lot of a lot of things thrown yeah, at you, yeah, man. Yeah. You know, you get complaints, and you, I mean, things happen. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not afraid to say it. Dude. I've yeah, been yeah, yeah. tracked multiple times. Yeah. But, you <laughs> know, people. It, it's just yeah. crazy yeah. the things that come up, and you have to know how to avoid those things, and you don't know how to avoid it until you're already so, yeah. done with them. Yeah. Exactly. So luckily, I had the support from Village, and I think. You know, with her help, I think I finally did like maybe twenty. I think it was twenty the next year. Now okay. that I'm thinking about it, I think it was a twenty, and that was the the first full year. I Got think it. I finally like a twelve month period of stumbling around through. Got through twenty transactions. Got it. Got it. Got it. Get some, get some feet under you. Get your feet under you. And then what kind of what's it been like the last few years since then? So right around then, I got into coaching with Tom Ferry. Okay. And then. So pretty much I went from 20 to 30, 
I think it was like 20, no. No, I got, it was 20, and I think I did 40 within the first like 18 months of Tom Ferry. Okay. So um, I think it kind of doubled. I'm not sure exactly yeah. if it doubled or not, but it was somewhere around there. And that, of course, helped a lot. Mm-hmm. And then last year, so there was a 40, and that was 2017. Okay. 2018, last year I did 78, I want to say. Okay. I forget the volume. It was probably like, I don't know, 13 to 16 or somewhere. I forget. Yeah. yeah. Probably have to, somewhere around there. Yeah. Maybe 13. I think I did 13. I don't remember, honestly. Yeah, yeah. It was around yeah, 78 yeah. transactions. That was wholesales and some wholesale, you know, retail. I mean, probably 60% retail to 40% wholesale. Got it. And then weird it. stuff in between. Guys. So forty to seventy-eight, that's a that's a huge jump. It's a pretty big jump. What would you like? What would you attribute that to? I know you said you started Tom Ferry. Anything? Yeah, well, specific I'm to, things. I think there. Were, I, I want to say there was a forty, and then a sixty, and then a seventy-eight. But okay. either way, there was a yeah. jump. I don't remember exactly. I'd have to look. Very st- healthy growth. Yeah, I tried. Well, I try to. Yeah. So you asked me, like, you know, whatever. What do you think it was? And sometimes, you know, it's you have to have a your. People don't realize that when you get into a business, you have a seasoning period. Mm-hmm. Just like a rental has a seasoning period, like what works, you know? So I finally, I would always go through my numbers quarterly and by, you know, yearly and see like, where did my leads come from? Mm-hmm. You know, and not where do they come from, but what's the origination of that lead? You know, okay, so maybe I got a sign call who knew somebody who knew an investor or so, but that's not the origination. You know, your sign got the lead, the original lead. Yeah. So I really went back to see, like, where exactly do these leads come from? A lot of it came from people I know on social media, and only a few came from my paid leads, so I stopped all the paid stuff and focused on more labor-intense mm-hmm. and just getting creative at, like, getting out to people I know. Mm-hmm. And that's what helped a lot. And then getting involved with investors and still bringing value to them and more yeah. value, more deals, and a lot of it was... You know, people doing three, four, five deals every year. You know, if I have, you know, I have some investors like builders, whatever. Yeah, you know, one person will do, one person we did, you know, was a builder, we did 25. Another we did like, I did six. Another I did like three or four. So, and then a lot of them, like my retail stuff. They want want you to bring in the dirt or is it, or they just give you deals regardless? So it's a little bit of both. Okay. You know, it depends. Um. And it depends. Like sometimes I don't want to have the listing, depending on who the, who the investor is. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes I want to be bought out on the front end. Okay. You know, it's you. You know, I've got really selective on what investors I work with because I don't want the newbie. You know, the newbie yeah, investors are good, I get, I get but it. I gotta want somebody on my level that like can move on a deal fast and people that yeah. that are like the same mindset. Yeah. Yeah. You know, will I work and nurture with the younger guys? Absolutely. Like I'm definitely there for the younger guys, but when it comes to like production and deals like I try to be the same people that yeah. can move at me. I mean even like a retail buyer, I've got a guy in California right now I met once, you know, he 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 gets it. He's like he doesn't want to see anything. He wants a contract before. He's like, let's just look at it during inspection. I'm like, finally somebody that gets it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't necessarily have to set foot in every property if you you know, if you're if it's moving fast. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. So just getting people in the same mindset had a lot to do with like and, and saying no frees up better deals and opportunities. Sure. So a lot of that, I mean, firing people, you know, every year you're going to fire a couple, but a lot of people don't do that. But like those are the people that take you said people leaving clients, clients. Yeah, correct. Sure. Like I just, yeah, I'm a huge advocate for that. <laughs> you, dude, you know what? You've <laughs> got to, or, you know, if they insist on working with you, you really 
I'll set those guidelines, and if they don't, if they do it, then cool. But if not, yeah, find you somebody that may we'll play ball the way you want to play. Yeah, ball. maybe that's less busy. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally get it. I totally get it. Okay, so Tom Ferry, Tom Ferry, Tom, Tom, huge, huge jump, 60, 70 deals. Something like that, yeah. Um, you said you just weren't getting the juice for your squeeze on the, um, on the, on pay. the, pay, on the pay leads? I wasn't, you know, they're, they're two long-term plays for me, and I understand that that is a strategy. It's just this market, you got to, our market doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because there's more motivated people yeah. now. I also think, too, it depends on where those, like, what that lead source was. It is, we can't say all paid leads are the same. Correct. So the leads that I was getting are more like what I call like the they're just kind of like looking. They're in the the more of the six month later leads that come in instead of the you know the leads that are like within the thirty days. Usually when they're in the they're really in that thirty day period, they usually have an agent by then thirty to sixty days. Yeah. But to online leads, it's really hard to get to those people, so you got to really beat them down. Mm -hmm. And when you get a huge influx, the follow-up is you can't do it. Mm -hmm. No one person can do mm -hmm. call 20, 30, 40, 50 people to follow up a day. Yeah. And they're mostly, you're probably going to talk to maybe one or two people. Yeah. So to be able to do that, it's just... you got to have a team. It's just a you've got to have, you have to. ISA. You've got you've to have whatever it is. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no like people like new agents are like, oh, I'm gonna go with Godzilla leads. No, terrible idea. Don't. Yeah. I, don't newly new agents should not buy anything for marketing. Yeah. Do the footwork for, if you're not yeah. willing you to do it. You gotta learn how to do it. Yeah. You can't you learn how to do it. You gotta get out there and do it. You know, if anything, I would tell a new agent to spend their money. I know I'm kind of off track, but... No, like, you're good. This is actually a good segue. What would you tell, I, like, if someone's like, hey, Greg, you did 78 <clears throat> deals last year, blah, blah, blah. I want to do what you did. What What would you, what would that roadmap look like? I would say get some type of coaching or education, hands down. Okay. Get a coach, get a mentor. How much is Tom Ferry, by the way? So, by the way, yeah, that's good. Yeah, so what do I pay? I pay elites, and I pay about 1100 a month, about 1000 a month, okay. something like that. Um... And she, just by the referrals, I've easily paid my yearly. So oh, you a lot of referrals. To oh, dude, I think I did. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I think I did like four or five last year. That's awesome. And I'm they're literally like, hey, can you help? Hey, I saw you're a national agent. And you know, it's like, done. We have like a private like Facebook group. Yeah, all that okay. stuff. Nice. All that stuff. So, nice. it's, yeah. So, I mean, I easily paid for my. That's huge. It's Yeah. So, basically, it's for free. But I, I would tell anybody, and that's what you need. You need to figure out, A, what you want to do in real estate. Not anybody that buys or sells. That's not an answer. Yeah, you know, what are you good at? So many different. Figure out, and I tell people find a neighborhood or areas that you actually like, that you love. Like, dude, I like Bordeaux Hills. Nobody loves it. I love it, man. I love those big mid-century moderns over yeah, by yeah. Drake's Branch and stuff. So I yeah. love those. So I will farm those. I will call everybody. Yeah. You know, like you know, find like what you like, and you know, when you really connect, you'll get it. Like, when okay, for instance, like when you're going out as a wholesale looking for deals, your conversion rate is going to be a lot less. It's still going to be good. But if, when I go out and I'm actually looking for something that I want for myself, the conversion is a lot higher because I connect with them. I'm like, look, you know, like I, I just got a quad on Clark Pistol. I'm like, look, I just about to close on this quad. I'm like, your templex that we talked about would be perfect for my next buy. It's like so you, if you really could find a way to really just like make it so personal. Yeah. The conversion becomes a lot higher. Yeah. But learning how to do that is sure. Finding your niche, yeah, and finding something you actually like, yeah, you know. So finding these, don't buy buy leads is not going to get you there. Yeah. You know, people are just nervous; they want a deal. But look, 
you know, I tell people work part time for a little bit, maybe make this where you don't need the income right away. I tell people to save three to six months of bills in the bank. Mm -hmm. You know, so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. So you could take, you know, you can learn from the leads instead of like having to be so attached to every single lead yeah. to find a deal. So, okay, so you would tell them, you know, get coaching um, through like your coaching with Tom Ferry. And, like, and through, I mean, through your, um, I mean, you did 78, you, know, you did 78 transactions last year. Where did, if you were to say, okay, you got some from Tom Ferry, some from social media. What are so, the things you're doing on social media? You said not to, not paid ads. So if I'm going to break down last year, I want to say there was about 33 or 34 of those were with Rhythm Homes, which is a kind of like we've be, we've kind of built this together by now. We put marketing together and stuff. But anyway, so a big part of that was that lead source alone. So a new, little new construction. Partly new construction. A few, I think we wholesaled not very many deals. Um, but a total of that, maybe we flipped a couple, whatever. Yeah. Um, there was that. And then social media was pretty big last year just by being present and posting consistently. When you say posting consistently, you mean just like posting stuff on your wall or posting stuff in groups? Both. 50-50, you'd say? Uh, whatever. Sure. Yeah. 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 You yeah. have to. Yeah. And like, you know, if there's no groups in an area. Great one. Yeah, opportunity. dude, I'm telling you, find a farm that doesn't have a yeah. Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Facebook farming, nobody knows how to do it, but dude, I'll tell you what, it, it is, is the easiest. Yeah, it like it, it is gold, free tip, when you when there's a neighborhood that doesn't have a Facebook page. Dude. Um, and you can ask the right qualifying questions even to, to join the, you know, to join the group. It, I mean, people immediately see you as yeah. the guy in yeah. the neighborhood. Yeah, especially if you can start it, because like, I mean, find something that maybe doesn't have an HOA, like, I don't know, maybe pick pick 500 homes in Inglewood or whatever, you know, or I don't know, some find an area and then put little signs out there that say, hey, join us on Facebook and then whatever the group name is. Yeah. And then the people will start, the neighbors will start coming home or their entrances, you know, put the signs in, and they'll start signing up and, you know, they'll start going to the page and then you can start, I mean, like, don't go right into real estate. Like, what does the neighborhood need? Like, maybe there's a neighborhood association. For sure. I mean, you have find to find something to do. Yeah. Community. yeah. Great community. Like, you know, I build landing pages specifically for neighborhoods. So I build one for that neighborhood or whatever, then post them there and then people can sign up. And then you can put like listings in the area. You can, whatever. You just figure it out, but don't make it all about real estate. Yeah. And I'm really bad at not making, I'm yeah, really yeah. bad at making it all about real yeah, estate because yeah, yeah. I don't really have the time. Yeah. But if you can like find like one really good farm and do it, all the things, man, a lot of, you'll crush it, especially online. You don't For have, sure. it's like, it's like door knocking. Yeah. But not having to get out of your house. Oh, digital door knocking. You literally, yeah. you literally, and then you can go on the tax records, find all these people's names and start finding them on social media, start friend requesting them out to the crew. Yeah. Yeah. You know, start with one street. Go to the next street. Yeah. So you've had some success with that, it sounds like. I love calling neighborhoods, dude. Yeah. I love calling neighborhoods, especially when I find I'm like, dude, I just bought a lot. I'm like, dude. And like I want and I'll find all the investors. I wanna know if they want any more properties. I wanna find the investors. And I just get it just gets yeah. excited. I'm like, all right, I wanna call just everybody in the street, just yeah. you get locked see in. what's up. You, you know, it's like, in. hey, yeah. you know, I mean, like, have you had any thoughts of selling? I'm like, I love that street. I just bought the other one up the street. Yeah. We're looking at buying, I had another buyer that whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. So it sounds like you've got multiple sources where you're getting 10 to 20 deals. Not that many. It's a few. But a lot of it is like, you know, the digital, like almost like the social media is almost like a farm. Mm -hmm. 
Like I have my, my Facebook friends and I try to farm to them, but obviously we know algorithms, you don't get to everybody. Do you do stuff offline for like those friends as well? What do you mean? Like, I mean, you send them like mailers or anything like that? So I don't do any direct mail. Okay. I do or zero. Or emails or... So when I farm my social media, so what I do is I farm the groups and I'll farm my pages and I get people to sign up. When those people sign up, they get automatic everything. Okay. So they're they're hooked up. Okay. okay. So it's getting them to sign up or people that I, that so I'll po- like I'll post random stuff like hey who's looking for a um, a renovation and whatever and I'll get fifty people's email addresses. So guess what they get? They get they get on. They're stuck on all my stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I try to keep my Facebook friends around forty nine ninety. Mm-hmm. So I could actually reach out to these web leads that I'm not connected to. Yeah. yeah. So I have that little space, and yeah. then honestly, I go through and I delete people like every day. I don't care. How do you do? It? How do you how do you choose the people to delete? So I choose the people by first of all people that I probably haven't talked to in a long time from not from here. Well, you just like wait to see see them post something or something. So sometimes I'll just go through my friends list. Like so what I do, what I do is I, I go to birthdays. Ooh. I got a birthdays because, like, you know, it's so it takes so long to scroll through alphabetically. Oh, it's horrible! And, and then you're seeing the same ones every right. single time at yes. the top. And then, you know, new posts. It's usually the same people posting. But um, you know, the chunk of that, you know, those five thousand friends are people who are just kind of watching mm-hmm. everyone else be on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And so I like using birthdays so you can see the people whose their profiles grayed out. They're not active anymore, or whatever. They're taking a space. Uh, someone who's like, I have no idea who they are. Yeah. Um, someone who, like, we were friends in school, but weren't really friends, and we never have That's like, a big engaged. one. That's a big one. You're High school engaged, people, yeah, dude. you're engaged on social media, and so it's like, you know, I need, to, I need to free that spot up yeah. for, you know, people that I can do business with and people that annoy me. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good one too. I mean, I'm sorry, you but see, like, it's like hot button issues, people dude, posting crazy stuff. It's just like, like yeah. some people just annoy me, and I figure yeah. like, you know, this is. Yeah, yeah. What it is it. what it is, you know? It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's my Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. You have yours. I have and I literally, so I try to keep it at forty nine ninety, and I always add my web leads in there. And then, you know, a lot of times they don't leave contact information, so it's wonderful that I get the Facebook message. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a form, and they feel like they know you, so you don't really have to sell yourself. It's pretty cool. You know, you just have to really just get them to see it sometimes. Sometimes I don't always accept your request, so sometimes I don't always, but enough do. So they're not so giving you their contact no. information? Huh. So, wait, so you can't... Not all of them. Yeah. Not all of them because... So... so it depends on how they sign up. Okay. I got you. So some, some of them, you're not sending them to a landing page. They're just browsing and then maybe they put it in... It's all diff, all the above. Got it. You know, they're... Who, sometimes I don't know how they come. Sometimes they're just organic. They're Google. They're certain types of landing pages. They could be in a group. They could be... It could be anything, sure. you know? It could be whatever. Got it. So, God. if if it doesn't have a phone number, I can always find a phone number. Yeah. You always give Tracy yeah, a phone yeah, number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the key is finding out, because a lot of people, like, if, if I look up Johnny Grant, I might find two or three or four or whatever it is. Yeah. So a lot of people have the same name. So it's finding, actually, who. The Who's Johnny that Johnny Grant? <laughs> so I always look to see. I can always kind of see when they signed up. So I kind of figure out what I did that day. Okay, I posted in. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, this, yeah. And I'll just try to find that name in those specific yeah. groups. So what types of things for people who are wanting to, you know, get be more active on, you know, on, on Facebook and whatnot, 
posting in groups? What types of things are you posting in those groups? So that's the drive hard, into dude, it's hard. And yeah. it does, it's, it's hard. Because, especially when you do it a lot, sometimes, like, you do it a lot. You gotta kind of circle through. You do. Through, you got, you, you got, honestly, you need to have, like, a schedule. You do, you do and we kind of have that, but I have, it's hard for me to schedule because I want to focus on my listings. Sure. So, sometimes, I just focus on where those are at. I yeah. can't help that. But she's on a schedule to do seller landing pages in all the groups sure. weekly. So, there is some scheduling to it. Um so let's say, for instance, you have a listing. What, what's the verbiage you're putting in there? Honestly, her, I, I try to keep it simple. Like I make her pretty much, she has the same hashtags she uses every day. Um, she has, she usually just copies and pastes the remarks. That's okay. it. Okay. Make you're it easy. the address and everything in there? No, it's not some, yeah. sometimes. Yeah. yeah, usually the address shows up. But I usually don't put something. Yeah. Just put some stuff about the property. Sure, just whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then so they'll she'll put the landing page of those, yeah. and that, and what you gotta remember though, you know, even though you're posting, you don't feel like you're getting engagements. People are still seeing it. Yeah. And there's people that have Facebook messaged me and called me just out of nowhere that never engage with me, but they've been watching. Mm-hmm. And that happens more more than you think. Probably like I've had people more. say like I've been stalking you for months. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, if I want to sell my house, I want to make the right bread. I just don't want to say anything because everybody has an opinion. So, but people really will watch you, you know? Mm-hmm. So, adding value to those neighborhood pages, like, I'm going to start doing market reports a little bit more. Mm-hmm. They're they're auto-generated, you know, stuff like that, just to yeah. show some value. It's really hard to show value in the neighborhood pages because they're so spammy. Man, I think, I think it's easier than people think, you know what I mean? I think that... One thing, like you love food, right? I mean, we're talking, you know, Italian, and I'm not saying you're like fat or anything. I just like we're talking about this like, steak. I'm like, I want to go eat some food with oh, Greg. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think that like people love food. I mean, this is just low hanging fruit. I mean, you could go. It's good. Go a restaurant owner, you can go chop it up with them while they start the restaurant. Eat their favorite dish with them. Talk, you know. Yeah. Posted in the group, people, people, Absolutely. that's valuable. Now that's extremely valuable. That's taking what I'm doing to the next level. That's yeah. what I eventually want to get into. But man, you have to like, you have to love that. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Can I? It's just I've tried to do those things. It's just it could have worked for me. Yeah, I just sure. don't love. I don't love going out and like. I just don't love it. Yeah, okay. I don't yeah, know yeah. what the hell to say, dude. I yeah, tell yeah. you, what, I love being isolated in the room on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Could that work for other people? Hell yeah. But you got to look at your personality type. Yeah, for sure. I'm a, I'm a DI. I'm direct. I'm not a nurturer. I'm not like, hey, I yeah. love this. Tell yeah. Me. Yeah, That's yeah, not yeah. me. I'm like, yeah. hey, this is how, what we're going to do. This is the, where yeah. you're going to sell for most likely. This yeah. is how are you ready to go today or not. Yeah, yeah, That's what works with for me. For sure. For sure. I, I can't. I'm not a nurturer. That's yeah. why I don't work with a lot of buyers. Yeah. I'm not going to hold their hand either to get it. They don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, feel, I feel you. You know? Yeah, and yeah. you'll be surprised that the people that get it more that don't. You know? no, I get it. Yeah, people like that. I mean, they, they want to feel like they're working with an expert who's confident and knows what they're doing. Yeah, like I'm just saying. I mean, like hobby time. You know what I mean? Hour a week. Like you know, you're not selling. You're eating spaghetti and meatballs. You know what I mean? You, you're, you're the king of that, dude. Yeah. You're king of the hilarious stuff. <laughs> but that just goes to show that, like, and I'm not good at this, yourself, yeah. and I'm learning how to do this. Yeah, like I can be myself like this. Yeah, but to put it into words and convey my personality is really difficult. Yeah, you're good at that. Mm, yeah. So people really have to, and it's a process. It's like you have to learn how to like really convey your personality, 
you know, because I'm not, I'm not very serious. You know, I like to joke around. Like I put a post up yesterday. No, I know. I know. I'm like yeah, hold my sure. beer. This is yeah. how, you know, so yeah, it's yeah. just, you gotta like, yeah, it's a kind of a balance of work, but at the end of the day, they're hiring you for your, because they like you and they can hang out with you and yeah. you know your shit. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, but the, the question though is to get, is getting more people to, to be top of mind. You know what I mean? Right. That, that's the, that's the thing. So, so if you've got a good system in place, it's like, how do we get more people into that system? Yeah. Right. And it's, it's, it's manual labor. You know, you like, you have to have, you have to message people. You have to go through your Facebook people. The birthdays is a great idea. Stuff like that. Like I make sure that she wishes everybody happy birthday every day, mm-hmm. you know, cause it helps with the algorithms too. You know, plus it gives me an option to see my, I'll see, oh, that's my client. I better say what's up. Yeah. You know, or whatever it is, you know, it could be a personal friend that I didn't even realize it was a, whatever it is. for sure. You know, so, you know, being yourself and just putting yourself out there, you know, and that's really it. You know, I mean, I don't, if I do a Facebook live video, I, I used to be the king of it last year. This year I haven't been doing it just because I don't know why I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I didn't really care what happened. Like, I didn't care what I looked like. If I made mistakes. Yeah. Roll with it. Roll with it. And that, you know, and that that's such a good point because people, people will blink as like a year has gone by and they've had this idea that they've wanted to execute on and they didn't because they're overthinking the most minute things. I've had times where it's like, you know, I want to go live on Facebook because I need an edge up. You know what I'm saying? It's like, man, I want to fuck My hairline's tore up right now. You know, like, I, I'm just joking, but, like, people, like, like that's just how we are. When it's like, no one cares. You know, like, nobody really care. cares. They know what you look like. They don't. They know what you sound like. You know, so it's just like, just do it. Just do man, it. Man, I mean, there's times where I'd be just dripping sweat. I've had the, I've said the wrong address. But you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody really cares. You're, you're still getting in front of people. And at the end of the day, they're like, "Man, he's doing a lot because I just see him posting all the time." Because at the end of the day, that's what you want. Well, you're not, you're not over. I mean, you can't, you can't get a lot done when you're overanalyzing everything. Right. You're not a corporation where there's all these layers of people below you to be analysts and analysts. No, and at the end of the day, you're, you're yeah. you've got to drive things forward. And like, really, I mean, all of that real estate stuff, like the social media and all that, that is just my vehicle to be able to invest that money. So at the end of the day, I view that as like kind of, it's not a job, but it's my income. Mm-hmm. Like sales is income. And the only reason why I say that is because if you stop selling, what happens? You have no income. Mm-hmm. So the goal is to take those sales that you make and invest it to where it becomes income, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's the transition into that is where a lot of people don't realize. It's like that. It's like, it's great that you want to do this and find these resources, these systems, but like, it's never going to be forever. And like Facebook, you and I are pretty, probably pretty good. You're way more of an expert than I am, but you know as well as I do. It changes every day. So if you're not on it. Uh, it changes all the time. If you're People, not yeah, all you over to, it. You got You need to just hire. You need to hire someone. Hire someone. Yeah. But at the end of the day, even if you hire someone, like I'm still the, the mastermind behind it. So I really do have to think outside the box mm-hmm. for this person. You're never. You, nobody really knows you and your systems better than you, even if you have an amazing marketing person. Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, it's like you're the one. Your ideas is what brings your business. Yeah. Like, you know. So I'll think I'll do some really risky things and I'll have my 
assistant do it, and I'll just see what happens. What's the riskiest thing you've done, you feel like, on social social media? Um, well, let's see. What is the riskiest thing I've done? Well, or a risk. Were you there on Thanksgiving? Did you see Thanksgiving? I think I did. I, mean, I think I remember I seeing something hilarious. What, what? What? Dude, it was so stupid. I was, you know, I was dating. <laughs> no, the day I had a couple drinks. I was cooking for everybody. I had yeah. my friends. Had a whole ton of people come over, and it was hot, dude. I was cooking. Oh, you took your shirt off. And I was off. like, it was so hot, dude. Yeah. I had the fans on me, and I just took a picture, like, hey, can't wait for everybody to get here. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I do remember. And this. everybody, for some reason, went. I, was I didn't think it was risky, but. I guess it kind of was, but the response was, yeah. I, I can't believe still people still yeah. say that they saw it. So here's the thing. The thing that I like about that is that, pe- I mean, A, people need not take themselves so seriously. Dude. I mean, real estate is about getting people to know you, like you, trust, trust you, you, right? And then being an expert. Um, and so when you're communicating just who you are, you're just like communicating life, like real life, like what's going on. Like, yo, this is funny. Like, that's funny. If you have the confidence to post a picture with your shirt off and it's funny, people like, you're going to get, it's sticky. It's sticking people's head. So if it's funny, inspirational, like sad, like real, real works. And so it just, and then if you can infuse real estate in that too, it's like, okay, I like this guy. And then they're, you're kind of seared into their brain. And right. then you, come in the back door of real estate or sometimes, you know, marry the two. Or, but the, the real back end of that is having credibility and working hard behind that. Yeah, yeah, for like sure. Like, you can be ridiculous for all sure. day long, but at the end of the day, people are going to see if you're actually working or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when they kept me on the phone, you know, it's, oh, for it's sure. business. Yeah, and, and that's an important point, too, because, like, you can't, like, you've got to be able to deliver. I mean, re- like, real recognize real. Like, if you if you get on the phone with someone, like, I like this person, and it's like, I don't know, actually, after talking to him. Like, he doesn't really sound like he knows his stuff. You know, so. But you know what, though? Here's the thing, though. That it's okay to not know your stuff. You're never. I mean, not be a. He, he doesn't sound like a professional. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Or right. Like, you're, you're never. Who cares? There's always going to be a question or something that you've either never experienced something. But it's, it's all how you handle it. Yeah. You know, when your people are just like, you know, I don't know. It's like, you know what? I don't know, but I do know this, but I can call this person and we'll find out and I'll let you know. Sure. That's a professional way to handle that. Sure. A lot of people don't convey that they, you know, you don't always have to know everything. Yeah. You just have to be open to being able to figure it out. For sure. A lot of people, and that's the hard work that a lot of people just don't. They just like, oh, I don't know. And they just like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. how many contracts and agents that are just like, let things go over little stupid yeah. things. It's like, come on. Yeah. Go ahead. So Rhythm Homes, okay, so you're doing the, so that's where you're doing the, like, so wholesale. We, what, what I'm curious about, what I think a lot of people like to hear about is the process of property acquisition. Like, how are you, how are you going about, do, like, how are you, how are you getting leads for, for, for that, for that side? For just that. For the so, flips and the. It's the only way to get, to truly get things at a price that makes sense. When you're not using wholesalers and you're not using agents and all that is directing to the sellers. So how are you doing? Like how are you getting in touch with them? So, you know, long story short, we put our list, our target list together. We skip trace the list, and that gives us, you know, phone numbers and email or whatever it is. And then we just farm it like you know what a normal farm. You're gonna call them. You're gonna text them. You're gonna, um, you're gonna get email. Whatever you whatever you normally would do. Um. A lot of deals are through through people I know. Where, like are, you, where are you getting your list? We create them ourselves. Okay. 
So we'll just say, hey, we want... So the very, very top, first step, you're going to create a list. Where do you go to do that? Wherever. So you go to your national, your your geographic information system, wherever okay. your city is. Okay. Um, Nashville's GIS, you know, parcel viewer, you can do okay. it through there. You just draw a circle. You can draw it. You could categorize it however you want. Or most agents don't know how to go to the prospecting time on CRS. Yeah, and put in the different filters. Dude. Yeah. So usually, so... If my unlicensed investor is doing the list, he'll use GIS. But when I do it, I use CRS just because I know how to use it better. So you get the list, you start emailing, phone calls, text messages. Call, phones and all, yeah, right away, phone and text. Yeah, got it. Right away. And then you just respond. And then we just respond. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Cool. And we try to, you know, the key is making your list as targeted as possible. Like, so you can speak more directly in your ver- with the verbiage. That's it. And then your voicemail is going to be directed to it. All that stuff's going to yeah. be the more niche, correct, like the marketing. Like, hey, like, I saw your four-unit complex over in Nashville. I'm looking for ones exactly like that. Yeah, that's that's one reason that a lot of people, and that's an example, but just marketing in general, while their marketing falls flat and it never, it doesn't work, they're, they're speaking to too broad of an audience. Absolutely. So it, there's a difference between, hey, we're looking for uh, a quad in North Nashville. Uh, it's a difference between, hey, we're looking to buy properties in Middle Tennessee. Absolutely. So if someone is that, I'm like, oh, quad in, I got a quad in North Nashville. Right. So you go after what they have, and then while you're talking to them, just be like, hey, just so you know, you know, we, we renovate, we build, you know, do you have any land? Do you know any, do you know how many times we get deals from not the oh, property the we're way. going after? Like, oh, by the way. Like, I'll sometimes, like, you don't always know that they have other property. You always ask, what else do you got? Yeah. So many times we buy, like, we just bought this. We were looking at, we were looking at a PUD in Old Hickory. It was like 40 it was a lot, but he happened to have two houses in East Nashville. We bought the two houses in East Nashville. But if we want to just ask, what else you got? Yeah. You know, so you kind of, kind of like really know how to ask the right questions. I was talking to an investor one time, and um, social media is a drone video. I just post on my timeline. This neighborhood, and uh, and I was, you know, listening about the neighborhood, price points, like whatever, blah blah blah. And an investor, he reached out to me and said, "Hey, those houses are nice. Like, you know, he's asking me questions like." You know, can you give me one or are any coming soon or whatever? Um, I was like, yes, actually. Like, how many do you want? And so just by asking, hey, how many do you want? Instead of just doing one deal, he was like, like it turns out like he had this fund and he was trying to buy like 60 houses. And so like, we can find 60 houses. So that, you know, it, we did we did end up doing 60 together. But we, I mean, I think it ended up being like five to 10 deals in a, very condensed time frame. Like mom was happy. And they're easy. You know, you know, yeah. you know the guy, you yeah. know the deals, yeah. you don't have to worry yeah. about them closing. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And that's the key mm-hmm. too, is finding those those real, those investors that you make your first call. Having your first call investors in a, in a you know, a contract business like wholesaling and stuff like that is key. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just yeah. Nothing. And even new agents, it's like, I mean, think about it, you're talking about ROI, it's like you can skip trace a list for fifty hundred bucks on Fiverr, mm-hmm. and then there's your call list. Yeah, you know people don't real instead of buying online leads, just buy neighborhoods. Yeah, somebody's gonna sell a house. What do you know, do you are you able to like track conversion on that? Like what? on like, um, you know you're calling neighborhood like what kind of? So we don't track we track conversion. Well, really, right now, since we're only started this system, you know, seven months ago. Okay. We've, we're tracking like 
every, the whole everything. Sure, yeah. So we keep track of like contracts we've sent out that are accepted, that have closed, that have not have been accepted. Um, and we don't really, we really have been keeping track of conversion from contract to close instead of lead to contract. Mm -hmm. um, believe it or not, your lead to contract and that type of business is quick. Mm -hmm. So your nurture time is, you don't nurture that as much as you do in like a, somebody, like a buyer, a normal buyer or seller. They're usually motivated. Mm -hmm. So when you're making these calls, they, you, your, your conversions usually pr could be For sure. very yeah. fast. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Cool. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. This is good stuff, man. I appreciate you uh, hopping on the on the podcast. Sure. Mr. Greg, not Ferricelli. Greg <laughs> Ferris. Uh, That's yeah. it. Thanks, brother. Yes, sir. All right, man. Wonderful.